Leave it. Leave it. Leave it now? I got it. And then I can take a pee break, right? No, Mike. Okay, now. Now he says he's from a constellation. Okay, look at the time. Okay. Crash. He's killing himself. That's crazy. Now, it's even worse. Check this out. <laughs> now look, that a little time thing, which is a shaker for a bar. Uh-huh. And he turns it back a minute. We'll still have power. Everything? Fine, it's a minute earlier. Ten twenty-five. A minute before everything went bad. If there's a judge back in one piece, your hand. Curiously on off. Curious. This is pretty cool. Okay, they said, now he's going to tell him what he wants him to do. Now, does that make sense? This is in the future. I'm trying to process it. Oh, okay. You can turn the sound off now. So... Now, he's going to get his first lead on this meteorite, which is really an alien ship. That guy over there is going, it fell from the sky. This is a little funny because he's insulting them right to their face for being like hayseeds and primitive. You know, he's from the coast. He's flying like right. Sydney or Melbourne. Now, the woman sitting there is going to get mad at him and punch him in the face. This happens, so it's like a New Jersey bar. I guess, yeah. So they're going like, you like science? You should see J.L. Weston. He tracks the weather, he does. Now, there he hears, it fell from the sky. Oh, perfect. What now a coincidence. Out cold. Out cold. You drinking a beer now? Yeah, Budweiser. Okay, so Mike's on four drinks. Oh, okay, okay. You're doing the beer count. So, okay, Connie's not the one to count. Mike is would be okay. There's less beer than you think, but maybe I'm, I didn't pay attention. Well, I mean, they had a beer when they got to the house. They had a beer over dinner. Uh, they had another... Here, now mm -hmm. he's having a Budweiser here. So that's four. Yeah. So now it's essentially I got to get my ship mobile again, but I can't do it until I get my whammy jammy thing. So I want you to go out there and get my whammy jammy thing. 
I like this diner. There's like seats for two, and that's it. <laughs> so he says that the last time he was here, he was he helped them in Los Alamos with the atom bomb, the Manhattan Project. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm missing all his uh... banter. And then later, Cheryl will say, "I saw him in Los Alamos at Joe Bogart's diner or bar. Maybe it's bar." I guess they're in a bar, not a diner. Uh, yeah, it could be a grill. Right, a bar and grill? Yeah, you never see a grill alone. There's always a bar and a grill. Right. I guess a restaurant is a grill, Joe's Grill. Joe's Grill. And bar. Joe would be like, no, it's Joe's Bar and Grill. So now he just gave him a note. It's a little map. That it's drawn where the power thing is. But it's in the handwriting, although we don't know it yet, of Ryder. Oh, really? Yeah, and now he's telling him, look out for J.L. Weston. He might try to kill you, kid. Just like he tried to kill Ryder or something like that. But he's warning him against J.L. Weston. He'll try to kill you. This is crazy. Maybe I should listen. I want to be alone. Yeah. He's great walking around that room with the wire attached to him. The camera yeah, got like it all. His name is Joe Bogart in this film, and in real life, he's Max Gillis. Now, again, he's, got, he's on all these kind of credits, but we wouldn't appreciate them. Yeah. Blue Heelers in 94, Dick Down Under in 75, Stork in 71. He's a founding member of the 1970s experimental theater company, the Australian Performing Group. Now, if you and I grew up in Australia, we'd go, whoa, blimey. Yeah, <laughs> Crikey. I would, yeah, I would drop in. my blooming onion. It's yeah. that guy from the experimental theater. Oh, he's got a Joey. Oh, look, there it is. Beer. King of Beers. Yeah, that's King of the beers. power. Oh, here comes a nondescript beer truck. Well, this is our scientist guy. He All has right. brought with him a sort of little lab in the back. Now he's like, he knows that there was a meteorite, land, or, you know, an alien or whatever. So he's talking to himself like, you know, like, screw you, Professor something. I'm not crazy, you know, and talking about his. Um... What do you think about that technique of opening up a package of donuts while driving? <laughs> with one hand, or did he use two? I didn't pay attention. He used his teeth to rip the plastic off, and then he, then he squished the donut out of the hole. So now he confronts J.L. Weston, and it is some pretty funny dialogue. He lets it out by mistake that it's not a meteorite, it's a UFO. And so Weston is like crying. He's got the same dreams of glory this guy has. He'll get a Nobel Prize if he discovers aliens. I do like the fact that this film is doesn't really have a central character that we are kind of switching around. Because usually a film like this would just be focused on light. Yeah. Anything scientific happens around here, I know about it. Best Weston. Wait, his name is J.L. Weston. Are you thinking of the Best Western Hotel? Sure. 
Great hotel. Best bed bug Now, what he's doing now is he's prattling on about the ozone layer. He's obviously a stupid person who doesn't understand, right? right. So the professor's playing along. He's saying, now we can help each other. I they're clearly attacking the ozone layer. We could we could stop that together. Now turn it up because he goes the UF up. Got caught. Yeah, yeah, Weston is stupid and not stupid at the same time. Carl, his his office is in his barn. Yeah. So this is the first person that he respects, you know. He he knows he's a cop. He's asked him for help of to trace a label, etc. Now we're going to find out essentially that it was purchased, the poison was purchased by JL Weston. Well, why is Western poisoning the other farms? I don't know, Mike. I don't know. I never caught it. I, just, I saw it three times. You, I never, I don't know. Regarding the lamb poisoning, you would know. But let's go ask you. <laughs> okay, right? listen, you, you OP, go ahead. It's a good time because not much is going to happen for, you know, don't be gone forever, but not much is going to happen. I have more respect to the audience than to get up and pee. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Well, I'll keep talking to you. I don't know. What can I tell you about this film? I think I covered the filming locations, uh, but I'll just be specific. Broken Hill, New South Wales. Uh, three weeks around Broken Hill, they filmed. Uh, in Melbourne, they were at MFP Studios, which was Melbourne Film Studios. It was uh, owned by Valhalla, which makes sense. They're also in Silverton, and I mentioned this Small village is featured in Mad Max. Is that interesting? I'm not sure. So now Weston is saying, yeah, I bought that poison, but it was stolen from my uh, barn, and I can take you to the people who stole it. The film was released at the Valhalla in Melbourne, and at the Brighton Bay on 9th of September, 1983. Turned up later in Sydney with a season at the Valhalla from December 24th to the 3rd of February, 89, opening the 13th of January at Walker's Cinema in North Sydney. That's it. That was its little tour, okay? And it went away. They couldn't sell it to the United States. There was some European territories. Let's see. Italy and Germany showed an interest. Sale to the U. Okay, so I'm not sure if it actually played there. They showed an interest. So this was their fourth and final film that they made together as director and producer for Valhalla. It just fell apart. This film sunk them. And it's not clear why. They spent a lot of money on it. Okay, so now Mike is showing up with Ryder's map looking for the Budweiser thing, the power to the ship. 
but it won't be there. So Mike is now going from Ryder's map to where the power thing is, but the it's not there. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But for some reason, he puts two and to get two together, and he knows that Cheryl has it. Now, like I said, I saw this third three other times. I I don't know how he knows it, but Cheryl, the past lives woman, has it. Look how pretty. Right. It's gorgeous. Perfect. I need to put a image over. I need to write some text over it and send it in the Yeah, I right. I do is inspirational uh, JPEGs. I take pictures of Australian outback sunsets and then I write a a, a gaudy quote over it. Some gaudy <laughs> fun. Hang Be, in there. Hang in there. It's God. almost Friday. <laughs> if it doesn't defeat you, it makes you. Teamwork uh, makes the DreamWorks makes the teamwork. No, teamwork makes the dream work. What's gonna work? Teamwork. <laughs> oh, there's okay. no work in I. Yeah, there's no work in I. That's good. All right, so they are uh, just negotiating, even though Cheryl. Good, I'm glad okay. Cheryl's involved. Yeah, but it's unex. It's not ex why she is involved. Now, we will see her go get it and find it and take it. But how in the world could Mike have known that? Did we, see, did we as the audience see that scene? I don't think we see it yet. We'll see it. This is a time travel movie. Gotcha. So, yeah. right now, Weston has some sort of lead on the aliens and he goes, you wait here! And I don't really get it. They're both going after. Carl, I'd like to tell you a time travel knock knock joke if I may. Okay. Knock knock. Who's there? Dwayne the bathtub. I'm drowning. Hey, Dwayne who? Dwayne who? Dwayne. Sorry, I went back in time. I screwed up the entire joke. <laughs> get it. Okay, now look, her foot is in the fire. And he's That's like, what they do. Your, your foot is burning. And she goes, which one? Oh, yeah, your foot's on fire. Oh, you have captions? I do have captions. They're actually coherent. They're very closed. Closed captions. Okay, now all we're going to see, this this long segment here, and all we're going to see is that the Budweiser power thing is starting to charge up. And that's in their van? Is that what we're seeing? Yes, it, Cheryl found it. She would wear it around as a hat, or maybe that's to come. It's in the van, that's right. Now, there are taglines that kind of make don't make sense. <clears throat> One of the taglines is, well, actually, there's only two taglines, and one doesn't make sense. He goes, we're not just talking aliens, we're talking Australians. Okay, that rhymes, Australian alien. Right, but the thing is, only Joe Bogart's an alien, so it doesn't make sense. But as an American who's going to either pick this or cliffhanger. Oh, it's the no, right book for the poster, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the tagline is, the fundamental things don't necessarily apply. 
Okay, so they're biting As off the song. Goes by. Yeah, the fundamental things apply. Okay, so they went and titled their film after that famous song, and they found out. That, okay, so he's got a lead. He thinks that Mike is an alien, or Mike knows about the alien. So he just bonked Mike over the head and abducted him and put him into Western Raider. Right. Um, the science. No, the science. Riders are friends. A scientist guy named James McCauley. Okay, McCauley. Bowtie guy. Bowtie guy. Let's call him that. Now, here's J.L. Weston also after Mike because he knows he had contact with the alien space station. So he's asking Connie, where is he? Tell him to call me. Weston's more direct. He doesn't bonk people on the head. <laughs> That's right. Uh, now, okay, as time goes by, 1931, Herman Humpfeld's song, made famous after its appearance in Casablanca, originally quoted at 5,000 for use in Australia, but then it was discovered that for world rights, it would be $100,000. This might explain why they did not distribute this film. That's a really good point, because we should mention that the As Time Goes By theme has been co-opted by... Warner Brothers Communications, Time Warner Discovery. Yeah, yeah for the logo. Yeah, for the logo at the beginning of the movies when they show the, the their studio in Burbank or what have you. And then they yeah. have uh, like every TV show that's produced by Warner Brothers uses that at the end. So if you're watching a show, right, doesn't it like the credits roll and they go to a bo 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 Yeah, at the beginning. So, yeah, it's a definitely, it's like saying uh, <clears throat> Windows startup music, the movie. You know, like everyone knows yeah. it. Yeah. Now we will hear it at the end of this film. Uh, we know that we're watching the Australian version of the film. The song is heard in the Australian version of the film, but even then, only for one verse, as it quickly gives way to music by the other composers, because the rights were priced on the basis of each thirty seconds minutes of usage. That's crazy. And then the mu music disappeared in the overseas prints, which was Italy and Germany. So that means that they didn't have the rights to do it, so they did it for 30 less than. It's it, You'll hear it at the end. Okay. We're not playing it. I can't afford that much. Understood. $5,000 for 30 seconds? Fuck that. Australian dollars? The hell, from 1988? The hell with that. <laughs> so he's got Mike prisoner now. and Okay. These two are like J.L. Weston's thugs. And we saw them at the beginning when Ryder was shooting at them. Not shooting at them. He was only shooting at the poison. Um, so now they're excited about the ozone layer, and they want the presentation, even though they've seen it 15 times. So let's turn up the sound. Sure. Let's give a good lesson. Listen to the lesson. Can we see the presentation? This is how you know Weston is dummy and not a dummy. 
finger. They look at the sheep as part of this presentation. They love it, they love it. <laughs> they, as part of the presentation, you flick the sheep. They're not natural animals. The cows will come. He doesn't love them, but you love him. Yeah, I get it. Now look, he's going to swipe a cow. Sold. Okay. So now, Three pitch. Mike has gotten some sort of truth serum bullshit. And uh, he's going to find out that Cheryl's got the power supply to the spaceship. So our, you know, bowtie guy is getting close. Look at his bald spot, man. Yeah, not so bad. I don't know why he tied Mike, has a tie Mike up. Who are you working for? Because I'm on the dole. Yeah, right. I came to find me father. So he's frustrated, but eventually he is going to learn. Is it? Oh, so... Mike's got the letter and he's going on walkabout because he wants to find his father. Right. He got a letter from Joe Bogart said like something like, if you want to meet your dad, meet me at this bar in, you know, this in the city of Dingo, whatever it was. So that's what brought him here. Gotcha. Now he says he's from the Sirius constellation and that upsets me because a constellation is a group of stars. It doesn't make sense. Nobody's from a constellation. When you look at a constellation in the sky, right. it appears two-dimensional, but that's just your perception. The truth is one is 25 billion light years further away, and another is 8 billion light years closer. You know, there's no such – you can't live in a constellation. Right, so you can't – it's not like there's much serious you live in there. I mean, why so serious? Right. Why? So, I mean, it's Australian, so it might have been Yahoo, but why so serious? Oh, yeah. Big shout out to Yahoo Serious. Now, look, Cheryl's wearing it. Now, the Yahoo Serious movies were good, right? Yeah, I'm not saying right. this is bad. Actually, yeah, let me take that back. This film's okay. It's not high budget, but it's it shot in good. 16 millimeter and they blew it up to 35. That's why it looks a little. That's pretty cool. That explains mm -hmm. why there's somebody sitting in the van right now shooting. <laughs> 16 millimeter camera. I'm in the passenger seat. Let's go. So they sent. He sent his thugs off to find where a bowtie guy is. He knows he ran off and captured an alien. He just knows it. So and they figured out the only thing that drove by is must be him. Right. Now you see how the horse has his head in there because he was embarrassed. He didn't. He had a speaking role. He had a speaking role. Yeah, but he couldn't do it the day they actually shot. Why not? Because he was horse that day. 
So there's Ryder. Notices the girls coming. But he doesn't know they're the ones that dump Mike off. That's right. He doesn't know. But he takes note of it. Look, she wears the hat, like a hat. And she's being all hippy-dippy right now. So Tank Girl. You ever, you ever see the movie Tank Girl? Or read the comic strip uh, Tank Girl? No, I know exactly what you're talking about. No, I never did. Either the movie's we... not as good. The, the comic strip's a trip. It was, it was started in the 90s. and It's basically the guy who did Gorillaz, the, the, pops, the pop band. Okay. Don't know but, that either. Okay. I'm old. Yeah. Well, it's 90s. Doug and hip. Yeah, okay, it's in the 90s? Okay. I missed it. The future is going strong. Hey, lady. Clint Eastwood, <laughs> uh, you gotta sing. That's, though, I know that song, Clint yeah. Eastwood. That, it was a cartoon video in there. Oh, I never saw the video. I just heard it on Pandora. Ah. Uh. Okay, now. We're about to discover that, hey, Mike is missing. Here's the Comzi, Comzi, whatever they call it, that he was driving around. The key is still in it. And then Ryder's going to find a note. And it's clearly, it's a map in his own handwriting, and it's not going to make sense. The writer got a Hummer, it says, uh, off the side of the road. It's not a Hummer. <laughs> he pulled over and got a Hummer. I got you. <laughs> Uh, Cheryl was in, uh, her name's Deborah Force, and she was in this film. She was in Future Schlock, which was also done by these guys. And she was in Salt, Saliva, Sperm, and Sweat in 1988. So I immediately looked that up. Uh -huh. And it's like some short film. It's an experimental film. Well, yeah. Future Shock was this pop culture book about, like, shock. And it, it, it became, like, a little cultural phenomenon. So that I actually looked up Future Schlock. Because uh -huh. I, I love the, the pun. I've seen it for years. And I said, oh, there's a movie called Future Slot. But I don't know why I passed on it. I thought this looked fun. Well, yeah, these guys did that film. And also, uh, Deborah, you know, Cheryl was in it. And not in front of me right now, but there was another one of these actors who was in it. So they were all clicky. Clicky together. Okay, so now J.L. Weston is like, hey, fuck you, man. I know you got some alien. Look, you got, we have a contract, okay? You and me are partners here. It's going to be our Nobel Prize. Poor Mike. Oh. Uh, he had to follow away. Yeah, I hate that. Like when you're in an ambulance and you stop short. I do. Yeah, right. It happens to me all the time <laughs> in the ambulance. Um. They, they, you ever have a dream and you're falling and that makes you wake up? Mike just did. <laughs> it's just about to kiss her, too, in his dream. So we know he's going to open up the door and find Mike. But guess what? He doesn't. Mike has escaped. How did he escape? Well, when he fell over, he kind of got knocked over. Right, and, but we didn't see him uh, open up. When he fell over, it I don't know, it jostled his straps. He was able to. Now, remember the, he doesn't know J.L. Weston's name. He's not here from here, right? right? But he sort of knows the name of the brothers or whatever. 
So when he got that caution from Joe Bogart, like he's going to be watching later and later he'll put two and two together. You see, he really snuck out of the van and he's hiding in the brush. He goes, this bloke's found something. He knows about the aliens. You follow him back to town. Oh, cool. I never realized you could get like a motorcycle and then like the sidecar and then the guy uh -huh. in the sidecar could have a rifle. Yeah, that's a riding shotgun. Which is actually from a stagecoach, right? It's not from a... Yeah, no, it's not from those little motorcycles. I thought it would be better to say, like, catching flies spot. And you're like, no, you're holding the shotgun. I know there's flies that hit you from the carriage ride, but you have to give me that. <laughs> the only phone, right, in the Apex? Oh, no, no, yeah. they're in a mirror. No, you're probably right. It's probably maybe it's not the only phone, but if you want a public phone, that's where yeah. you're going. Okay, so because of Mike, he knows about the power source from the ship, and he knows that Cheryl has it. There they are. Well, this is that lady in the bar who punched. Oh uh, wow. He's trying to help them fix their car or something. But Science Guy is picking up all sorts of radioactivity. He's looking for the power supply. Boo! Now, this is a woman who punched him. Right. But he doesn't seem to mind. He doesn't act like she's going to do it again. Where are the ladies who own this van? Well, the past life, uh, she was in the Queen of the Nile. Right. You're right about that. She's saying stuff like that. Yeah. Take that money maker. Well, Mike was abducted and now he gets away. Now he's going on a runabout. He's on a not a walkabout, he's on a runabout. A jog about. Nice, Mike. He's heading towards the ladies. The ladies. No, he's not. They're they're in the town, far away. Um, she's picking up the com V, right? Whatever. He's playing through, playing through. <laughs> the cricketier. Okay, there's our glitches from the video. Cool. See it? Yeah. yeah. She is really concerned that Mike is missing. Now. Okay. Right, it's science guy. He knows that the uh, um, crown is nearby, the power supply. He starts to drive, and then he catches the girls, and he goes, whoa, and turns around. <laughs> it's only like seven people in this area. Yeah, it's real Wild West in a way without the killing. Right. There hasn't been much killing in this movie, other than the knife play. Yeah, and he didn't die. Crack a crack a crack a crack a that that's it the helmet. Crack, ding, crack, ding, crack. Ding, ding. So they found him, and now it's trying to, um, you know, like he found the blokes who are poisoning the sheep, and the guy was wearing spurs, and uh, I gotta find Cheryl, 
before the bow tie guy does. She's like he's like pouring out the plot, you know, the next steps for Act Three. Those two. Now watch, she finds the crown and bonk. He hits her with what the the Richter beeper. Oh, wow, he really knocked yeah, her. I just always thought of it as some blunt object. Yeah, like his spare billy club. Like you yeah, have your, right, your, right, your right. blackjack. Yeah, your blackjack. Right, exactly. Yeah. Good for bonking guys on the head. Okay, so this thing is in his place. So the machines are freaking out because it has whammy Rich radioactive. Yeah, whammy jammy detecting high levels of whammy jammy. <laughs> exactly. Because, like, radiation, it, that's what they're saying. Okay, so look, claymation, wow. stop motion. Yeah. This is where their budget went. They, yeah. went, to, they went to Puka's art. Uh, yeah, the guys who did this um, special effects, it's Peter Stubbs and Peter Armstrong, two Peters, and also a guy named Jeff Little and Brian Pierce. They're credited with the special effects. Time travel zaps the crash landing of the alien bar. It was Pucus Arts and Magic with all the special effects. Pucus. He goes, that's J.L. Weston. Nobody pushes J.L. Weston around. But our bow tie guy did because he now has the Everything. Yep. And he's now giving his, like, Nobel Prize thank you. I want to thank my mother. He goes, no, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah. Oh, he's funny. He's much better than Morbius. Because Morbius declined his Nobel Peace. It's Morbius from the Marvel thing? Yeah. The yeah, worst okay. movie of last year, Carl. Did he decline it? Okay, now, <laughs> they are going to stop. we got to do our Razzies episode. They're yep. going to stop him. But, whoa, but Bowtie Guy's not going to be stopped. This is crazy. They're driving wildly in the Australian outback, and they're making a movie out of that. Never, who Mike, knew? That was pretty badass. He went over a trench. He did? Well, you know, the the roads here have trenches so that the rain, you know, doesn't stay on the road. But the thing is, what rain? What rain? That's what oh, kills dude. you. Yeah, but once the rain hits, you'll be lucky, happy they were there. The rain will last a half day. Bang, pow, pull over, bloke. Pull over, mate. <laughs> this should be in the, the movie poster. Now, this is the second time someone easily stopped him by just getting in front of him. Where's he going? Getting his Thor hat? This is the plot of Thor, right? What they they find the hammer. Is... What? The plot of wasn't the original Marvel comic like a guy found Thor's hammer and he turns into Thor? He wasn't from Odin and all that stuff. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. He was like pipe smoking, hat wearing, fedora right. wearing. Yeah, he was Walt something. I, th- I think they they figured out a way to kind of get rid of the, get rid of him. Yeah, that that origin story. That character existed, but they they pushed him off. Yeah, no that. It wasn't called Odin, right? What's it called? Thor. No, the uh, city he's from. 
Odin's spear. Asgard. Uh, Asgard. Okay, so now they've got his crown, and he's fucking humiliated. No look. look. He starts driving. He goes, drive the other car. But now he started driving before Mike got out of the... Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. So now he's taking this to Joe Bogart. He's going to make things right. Cool. So nothing really happens. It's just that simple, right? It's just that simple. Now Weston's going to come and stop him. Weston is absolutely going to get in the middle of this. I don't think he's going to stop him. uh, But did I ruin it for you? No, no. We're at the third act, right? Weston is absolutely going to be a cog in the machine. Gotcha. It is a What's a capsum? We could spoil that. Capsum? I don't know. What's that? Cigarette, right? I don't know. Is that a sign on the... Yeah. I can't ruin it. I wish I could ruin that for you. I can't. In, in the end of Titanic, the ship sinks, okay? Ha, I ruined a film. No, it's the middle, right? No. He's saying someone hits me in the back of the head with the fish, and everyone in the whole igloo just sits there. She goes, it was like I was not there, like an alien from another planet. But Weston will open the door just in time to hear her say that. So he'll close the door thinking, oh, she admitted it. She's an alien. Got her. Got her. Like Jack Tripper in Three's Company. Capstan is a British brand of unfiltered cigarettes currently owned and manufactured by Imperial Brands. The brand dwindled in popularity when the health effects of tobacco became more widely known to shop shelves. Okay. They're British cigarettes. No filter. (laughs) That's like my comedy. Now, look, they're going into a bar, right? They're going into a bar. Now, Weston sees them go into the bar. So there's going to be a in-the-bar incident. Now, he thinks that aliens are in the bar with Ryder. So he's going to go get his two thugs, and they're going to kind of have a shoot em out thing. Wow. In this there? Now, let's listen. Let's listen. Okay. I actually have to close the studio door here, though. Okay. Just, it's great. You brought it back. You get why that's ironic, because she's the strange one. Okay, so Joe Bogart now has crown okay and okay. Dale Weston thinks he's got a finger on the alien you want to sign back on yeah when it's Joe when it's Joe Bogart look he's giving him songs from the future from 1990 that's yeah. a now songs from the future so you can turn the sound off, but when Joe Bogart comes on, turn it on. Cause it's okay. Meanwhile, I want to play some songs from the future from 1990. People are still having sex. I'm too sexy for this shirt. Too sexy for my... <laughs> it wow. Hurts. Music for the future is so crazy. Ryder. 
said the notes on the map looked like his handwriting. Yeah, J.L. Weston killed Ryder last time. There comes the aliens. They don't look like aliens. Of course they don't look like aliens, you idiot. Hey, can I mention, she talked about Shirley MacLaine, and I thought because she looked as cute as Shirley MacLaine, but this is the 80s when uh -huh. Shirley MacLaine was writing those books about past lives. Right, and she's all about past lives, and that's why it was referenced. Gotcha. I thought it was because she looked like her from the apartment or something. So now he says, Ryder was killed at 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. It's 10.58 right now. Now he's putting it together who J.L. Weston is. He's like, he's going to kill him again. Oh, so there is murder in this. Yes. Uh, 11 o'clock. It's high 11. <laughs> right, why didn't they do it at noon? High 11. Sorry, the time difference in Australia. Oh, can... Wow. On his head. That's a good way. So there's a little blood, but not too much blood. And... Right. Unlike recently, we saw a lot of bloodless killing, right? And those old. Oh, films. my God. They. You hear a sound of a pop gun, and then suddenly they just no sound. That was the, oh, that I've was been a, shot. It was the, the, the sound of the silent movie. It, I think it was the whammy jammy zombie. Uh, it was uh, the shape of things to come or whatever. Yes, right. So it was a zombie. Talkie. Bloodless killing. But there were other ones. There was another black and white we saw. And and I remember Dead End, too. I mean, he was. Oh, right. You can't well, say falling off a building, but. So look, he wants to save his life, and so he's like, it's too bad, it's too bad. He goes, look, I didn't charge it all the way. I didn't power it. You can't. So Mike has stolen the time thing to go save Ryder's life. Now oh. here's our only surfing scene. Yay. Da, 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 da. Uh, da, 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 da. Nobody gets what we're singing. Da, 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 da. Well, the, the remake of Hawaii Five-O is in the air for like 18 years. Did it have that song? I don't know. I never watched it. So he goes, watch your hand. I never watched it either, the original either. <laughs> uh, yeah, watch your hand. But which doesn't make sense because he's not there to turn on the engine, right? It doesn't make sense when they went a minute back in time to prevent what they did, but they're not there in the room. Right. They're not there in the room. It's like the new them. Yeah. From... So now he's it's... like out of charge or something. Oh, no. Well, he sees... Okay, I don't know if you're recognizing it's the same footage from before. Um, he sees uh, Connie. And so he's like, tells her the story. Let's go save Ryder's life. And Connie just believes in time travel all of a sudden. So there's Ryder, and what he could do right now is prevent Ryder from going to town. 
but too late. Too late. So he's got to have enlist Connie to do it. All right. You know what? This film is really good, but I don't want this film to lose me. Don't lose me, film. I understand what's going on. Thank you, Carl. Well, he's going to prevent Ryder from getting shot. That's what he's up to. We're, we're back in time. Nobody. Nobody treats J.L. Weston like yeah. that. So that guy has two non-dust-related jokes aligned. Yeah, that's right, and that's it. Okay, that's so it. now everything's cool, right? She's just going to drive with Connie into town and save Ryder's life, right? What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? With the ComV that's <laughs> taking them to save Ryder's life. What could possibly go wrong? Uh-oh. Now, look, he's not there with Mike. This is a different future uh, or a different timeline or something. Timeline. Dale Weston wakes up again. Rise and shine, Weston. Now remember, when we last left off, Weston and the two thugs were about to burst into the bar and shoot everybody. Right. I don't know why, though. He wants to save the aliens, not shoot them. He's once again discovered they're aliens, you know. Okay. I've seen this one. Yes, you have. Oh, Batmobile. Oh no! What could possibly fake go wrong with our fake effects? <laughs> Did you see how the wheel rolled right in front of the camera? It was. It was good, Carl. Come on. No, come on. It was further behind <laughs> than the car was, so it just logically makes sense. Also, doesn't help when you hear an action. Yeah. Right. Cut. Mike. Yeah. Look at that fucking gun he's got, man. Riding sidecar shotgun. That's not a rifle. It's like a Tommy gun or something. Yeah. Look at it. It's like a little Uzi. These guys are all dust covered. Come on. Well, they never, they're like outback stereotypes. So everyone else lives out there. Stop. Uh-oh, 11. Right. Now they have like a minute to... So what they do is they're screaming to Ryder. Ryder, look out. Oh, it says police station. I guess it's not a bar. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Ryder, look out. So Dale Weston goes in. They hear a bunch of shots, and they're like, oh, no. We were too late. But they weren't because they yelled at him. Oh, there's a big pile of. Bloodless human. Right. <laughs> Thought I'm okay. I can handle these blokes. This lot. Wow. He just killed three people? Yes. And now he gets complaining, complaining. He rolls his eyes. Oh, women. Even though he tricked them to right. get them out there. Who's the jerk? Okay. Now. They're all going into the bar. Yeah. We're going to wrap it up. Is it? Is it? I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. Something else could have happened. But I mean, this film is good. It does its job. It keeps you interested. Good, yeah. it, you're going back in time and then forward. And and, and now we're going to have some big reveals. Of all the gin joints and blah, blah. Right. right. 
This is when, at the end of the film, I was like, he's bald? <laughs> ah, Mike. Yes, Mike. I made a promise to Ryder. Michael is your son who you killed with the cricket ball. <laughs> what? Yeah, he said, I couldn't tell you because you wouldn't get on grouchy and become a cop and end up here again. It's a little selfish of the alien. Oh, but you're helping an alien. He goes, I need the power capsule. He goes, yeah, but I brought it to you. He goes, yeah, but then you went back again, dummy. Don't you remember? Where's the power capsule? Well, guess who's got it? We know who's got it. It's Bowtie Guy. Right. So he, Mike grew up not knowing that he is the son the of. Right. He never knew his dad, and this was a way to meet his dad. Now, Mike will fall into a ditch, and Joe Bogart will turn back time, say, look out for the ditch. I love it. Wow, that's what I call action. Watch out for the ditch. Wow, that's great. They really used some time effects really well. <coughs> now, there's an action scene going on in which he's chasing the guy for the crown, but we interrupt the, that action to go to this He's made the arrangement. He's going back 25 years, and he's going to save his own son's life by not – he's going to have a life in which he knew his son and was raised his son. Mike. Right. Who's banging but, his best friend. Who's banging his – I guess so. But somehow Connie's like is the, um, the uh, niece or something weird. I don't know. I think I would know, but boom, he's gone. Back to save your life. So you should be walking in the door. Play it, Sam. Oh, here we go. There we go, Carl, for the sound. Cost him five grand. Listen. I think we got pulled from YouTube on this. It's worth it. Keep listening. Fundamental things apply. Oh, my. And that's it. Because it, yeah. it would cost them more than five grand. Okay, well, now that we played the musical track that got them in legal trouble. That did get them into legal trouble. They couldn't afford a hundred grand. That's the do time, 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 dooby dooby doo time. Yeah, yeah, time going by. Oh, is that? Yeah, well, they should have just switched it to a different as time goes by song. Carl, what do you think of the movie? I think that the movie was a good film. I don't think it was a bad film. Um, I think the next film we're going to watch is a pretty bad film. I think this was a good film, and it's too bad that it didn't get a chance to. It, it, it probably was a very good-looking film, too, but we just saw it on VHS, and it never right. made it to DVD. I mean, I'm sure that the exterior shots were fantastic. Yeah. It was the outback and, you know, a magnificent desert and beautiful big sky country, just like Montana, you know. 
It's a little weird because it's a good movie. It's definitely a good movie. I just hope it's more sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. They used the sign. They went back in time to warn Mike there's a ditch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, maybe, I don't know. Tenet is not, right? Tenet, he would go backwards in time while bullets over. Something interesting. Join us next week. You can by tuning in to Mutiny Radio next Sunday at, at 2 p.m. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to see us in person and watch the movie or async. Or subscribe to our podcast, the OG podcast, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Carl, what a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank Go you. to carlsucks.com to see where he's performing. It's probably Scotty's and elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're right.
Listen, I got your phobic off of this like arachnids. Drastic, it ain't plastic, it's pro-blackness. Grown man tactic, no pediatric. The kind of track that make the comeback miraculous. The catalyst, thought with the knack for splashing. I'm dashing, I'm mastered, the craft of mashing. The level-headed thoroughbred, the female's passion. Magnetic attraction, be keeping them asking. The crew's in the Cadillac with the pins grassing. Swerve half-naked, won't come near crashing. But if I go to heaven, would y'all know my name or would it be the same for you like I was Eric Clapton, huh? Clap for your freedom, dog, that's what's happening. My spit take critical political action. The hustle is a puzzle, each piece is a fraction. And every word that's understood is a transaction. I'm a SP soldier, microphone holder. Rep Philly set from Bolivia to Boulder. Paris, France to Tiff and Chai Yoga. How we gonna make it through the dark? I'll show you. Tell you one lesson I learned. If you wanna reach something in
What's up, everybody? You are now tuned into the final hour here on Mutiny Radio. My name is The Archivist. Thank you for joining us tonight. You can support Mutiny Radio by going to our website, mutinyradio.fm. Click on the donate link or hit us on Venmo. Our Venmo tag is at Mutiny Radio. We love and appreciate all the supporters out there keeping us on the air, bringing you the best music, comedy, news, whatever. Uh, yeah, happy Halloween, everybody. Hope you all been having a super fun weekend, but also safe out there. It's been kind of crazy in the city today. I've been seeing a lot of crazy people and shit happening, so everybody stay safe out there, too. No, no one should be getting hurt. We should all be Staying safe, having fun. That's uh, that's the goal right there. Tonight, I got a lot of dope stuff for you. We got some spooky jams. We got some new music. It's going to be fun. I'll be tapping in with y'all every now and then to talk about the track list. But uh, I'll start things off right here with this uh, paranoid beat by a cereal for the kids this is the final hour happy Halloween fuckers
put a dime on you like dominoes. We gotta live way past the bottom. We no. never ask first, blast first. Never understand why the strap first, clap first. Another brother dead. Another brother dead. Time to step back a bit. Gotta ask why. why? We all win the penitentiary and all dying. No lying. We caught in the middle. But how we break up out of circumstances is the riddle. Little time left. Crime left. Too many of us falling. But how many gonna hear the call? Surrounds the girl with red her in the world. She's a nine, a ten, a twenty-fifth. And she's such a sweet and a taco treat. She's great.
up that Chris Cloud, floating up that Chris Cloud, floating up that Chris Cloud, that Chris Cloud, that Chris Cloud, my Chris Cloud, my Chris Cloud, floating up that Chris Cloud, floating up that Chris Cloud, OG turned up too loud, that Chris Cloud, that Chris Cloud, floating up that Chris Cloud, that Chris Cloud, that Chris Cloud, floating up that Chris Cloud, my Chris Cloud, my Chris Cloud, floating up that Chris Cloud. Throwback real quick. Watershed. Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's dirty. Yeah. Look, I said green light, green light, man. It's time to get it. Do that man right, then you get that 47. CZ left now, he came back. Holy spirit, all the Hellfire's fun. 
in the casket. Black on black window, shit that I'm a ghost rider. Beat the pussy up, son. The sun rose, that's the gold struck. Black on black window, shit that I'm a ghost rider. Beat the pussy up, son, leave all night. Me without, it's like we without a light. Me without a beat, it's like we without a light. Black on black window, shit that I'm a ghost rider. Beat the pussy up, son, leave all night. Me without, it's like we without a light. Me without a beat, it's like we without a light. Used to burn turf in a Delphine rental. Beanie with a peacoat, that's OG Frisco. Before I proceed with you This shit was mainly moving bass so insanely I had to pack a pistol to get to home safely Alone like AC, moving zones kinda pacey Lil' kid 13, smoking on the lacy This shit was crazy, I'm glad I made it through sane Most didn't make it, couldn't change up to a new lane Or they succumb to devices that help them through pain Some ready relocated with a new name I was bred in this shit, it's in my blue veins Can't get it out, it's like white drawers and Duke stains Sippin' on mud, she ain't color some blood, blood. Double cup still, filled up to the rim Any paints I got, if I'm on my cell, they just not seal Take some off that extra, I like extra money, that just shrill Hit em with the remix, got them my just slime for real Said boy that want some green, you know I filled it with NyQuil Damn, Charlie, you still don't want you doing when you be out here Shooter, nigga, I've been killing shit way before I 
shit, nigga, don't want no smoke. Keep my hood and on my head. Don't talk, step on shit, on go. Keep on molly with that stick and scope. Block out it with 30 hoes. Everybody know y'all knew they gon' let it go. Leaning on my brothers, cross shit out, man. We so cut though. We so cut, nigga, though. I was never slime my hood, name me that shit, though. Always taking shit, though. Yeah. Quit to pull a kick, though. Yeah. Graduated home invasion, nigga, no more kick, though. Yeah. Slapping with the stick, though. Yeah. No money, see what it's him for. Wow. I bet this 7.62 remind him where the fuck he hit, though. Boy, you know we hit real licks, though. Yeah. Big licks, though. Took so much shit out, they say we ain't shit, though. Oof. It's all good, we busting down them chochos. Huncho. Walked up off them hits and let's wrap some up like burrito. burrito. Dip nigga for the cheese, bitch nigga, you don't wanna be a taco. You still tricking niggas out they cash when you out here. Had to be one of them pussy ass niggas. I am not him. Try to trip bitch slime out the cash and I got him. Niggas thought that shit was over with till the forehead dropped him. Money, it gon' always get you bitch ass niggas out here. Or you nigga falling for a bitch and slime ball got them. Trick from she gon' say that pussy whatever about him. Set some up, drop a location where you at. We got him. And I'm booming like a narco. narco. Niggas play with my money, go in my arsenal. Put on my black Tim's and my cargo. cargo. Sticking helmet front, I'm ready for war, nigga. Know I'm on go. go. Front line, nigga, bitch smoke. Bitch smoke. I'm your bitch, nigga, wasn't shooting shit. They ain't trying to shoot shit, though. Uh -huh. Pussy nigga, that's a snitch mode. A lot of these niggas just turning 20, trying to jump out the porch, that's a N-O. 13 jumps out the porch ever since then, nigga, been on. been on. 15 with a big glock, swear to God, nigga, man, I been grown. Been grown. Solo dolo with the stick by myself, shit. ain't nobody push shit on. Nah. I'm from my uncle and my cousin, know I'm busting. I ain't going for shit, homie. Pussy nigga better get gone. get gone. I'm the type of nigga taking shit and go put it on. Fuck you, mean nigga. You still tricking niggas out they cash when you out here. Had to be one of them pussy ass niggas. I am not them. Try to trip bitch slime out that cash and I got him. Niggas thought that shit was over with till the forehead dropped him. Money, it gon' always get you bitch ass niggas out here. Or you nigga falling for a bitch and slime ball got them. Trick from she gon' say that pussy whatever.
yuk this far, yuk this far, yuk this far, you play a haters who be talking this shit, talking this shit, talking this
for genocide.
Where we started that set off with the roots sacrifice, followed up with paranoid material for the kids. And we heard some Vince Staples, Lil Fade, Paris with Truce Music featuring T Cash, Cameo, She's Strange, the theme from Godzilla, Ghost Rider, Bride of Watershed featuring Dirty Sanchez. Revenge by Young Nudie. Three Six Mafia with Playa Hades. Little Phantomas with the Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me theme. My Bloody Valentine, Only Tomorrow. We had a request for some Sum 41, The Hell Song. And ended that with Rage Against Machine Darkness off the soundtrack for The Crow, which tonight being October 30th, means it's devil's night so all you tricksters out there get your fix in tonight um but uh but don't hurt anybody please don't do that we're gonna keep things moving right now with some new music actually i'm gonna play you some new shit from cities of eve Mino just dropped a new album and uh, some Lee Fields as well as probably some more. I'm gonna first get into this new Cities of Eve. He dropped the album earlier this year that was already one of my top albums of the year, Man Plays the Horn. And he just dropped this new album that is equally as good in a kind of different musical style for him from the last one and this one's called working title for the album secret waters and the track is action cities of eve we got this toki monster in the background right now i'll let this ride out keep it locked right here in the final hour meaning radio (laughs) 